Welcome to Covenant Presbyterian Church in West Des Moines, Iowa. This sermon is part of our mission to bless our neighbors to the glory of God. We hope it blesses you. Here they are! Here they are! Here they are! Oh, there you are! I was wondering where you had gone! Sorry, I, I was outside using my protective gloves to help Ryan take hot dogs off the grill. <laughs> But then I heard from the castle, somebody said, please be with shoes. And so I grabbed the first two I could find. Peace? Please be with shoes? Isn't that what I heard? They're, they're not even both left shoes like last time. Bob didn't say please be with shoes. He said peace be with you. We were just sharing Christ's peace with each other. Oh, shoes are like peace. I remember that from Vacation Bible School. We went on a quest to find peaceful shoes on Tuesday. That's probably as close as we're going to get. <laughs> Hi, everybody. I didn't realize you were here. You must be more travelers. Welcome to North Castle. I am Armorer Nathan. These knights have been on a journey with us all week to find the great armor. We've been using the King's Book to learn stories about it. Speaking of the great armor, I haven't seen it anywhere. Do you know where it went? Do you remember when I told you about metaphors? They're like a saying with a hidden meaning. We're not looking for armor, we're looking for the ways that God protects our spirits and souls. God gives us truth, justice, peace, faith, and salvation. So God's great armor is a metaphor, but it really does help protect us so we can go on adventures. Otherwise, we might get cold feet. You know, cold feet? Like nervous? Oh, Sparky, you're going to share your jokes with today's travelers, too. Yep, since it's so cold here at North Castle, I thought I would help my friend Bob by warming up the crowd. Warming up the crowd? <laughs> now Bob can read to us from the King's Book about the Great Armor. Please join me in the prayer for illumination. Lord God, Pour out your spirit upon us to bring good news to the oppressed and let your word be fulfilled among us through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Scripture reading is from Ephesians 6, verses 10 through 20, pages 238 and 239 in your pew Bible. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his power. Put on the whole armor of God, so that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For our struggle is not against enemies of blood and flesh, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers of this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God, so that you may be able to withstand on that evil day and having done everything to stand firm. Stand, therefore, and fasten the belt of truth around your waist 
and put on the breastplate of righteousness. As shoes for your feet, put on whatever will make you ready to proclaim the gospel of peace. With all of these, take the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is all the word of God. Pray in the spirit at all times in every prayer and supplication. To that end, keep alert and always persevere in supplications for all the saints. Pray also for me so that when I speak, a message may be given to me to make known with boldness the mystery of the gospel for which I am the ambassador in change. Pray that I may declare it boldly as I must speak. The word of the Lord. Wow, Sparky, the Knights of North Castle learned a lot from the royal musicians and all of the other helpers at VBS this week. But I still don't know why they're getting ready for a battle. Shouldn't they be doing something safer? You know, Sparky, sometimes kids know something we adults forget. Sometimes we try to keep our kids out of situations where things can go wrong. But kids know that sometimes the best adventures are the ones where a little armor can come in handy. Only, it's not armor you can touch, it's a metaphor. God gives us truth, justice, peace, faith, and salvation. It's like the special equipment I wear when I go flying. I wear a helmet, an elbow, and knee pads. They protect my body in case I have a crash landing. And when you're wearing your safety equipment, you know you can try new things without worrying about what will happen to your body if it goes wrong. This metaphor tells us the same thing about our souls. We hope our kids will be able to trust God and live the good news even when it's hard. So God sends us on adventures even though it's not always safe? Sometimes. It's like when you go flying or when non-dragons climb a tree or go rollerblading. Or when a snowman goes for a ride on his icicle. Icicle? Get it? Icicle. It sounds like bicycle. Oh, Sparky, you sure love your jokes. You're right, though. Some adventures mean we can accidentally get hurt like those. Other times, people do things to each other that are scary and even dangerous. Or sometimes God calls us to stand up for what's right even when it's unpopular, or to be kind to someone even when everyone else is picking on them. Sometimes God wants us to try out a new skill even though we might fail. But God always sends us with the right equipment. It's like how instead of fire and smoke, God gave me ice breath so I could make North Castle such a cool place. Get it? Cool. <laughs> oh, we get it, Sparky. Yes, God gives us what we need for the ways we're called to serve and the challenges we will face. Let's remember how God protected the people we read about this week in stories from the King's book. Great idea. 
On the first night, we learned about how Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego stood for what they believed, even though King Nebuchadnezzar tried to convince them of something else. Sometimes life gets really confusing, like it would be if you had to read five riddles in an ancient dragon language that <clears throat> only your friend Sparky could read. <laughs> I am very grateful that you could help us with all of our riddles all week. Or sometimes people tell lies that make us doubt ourselves. That's when I get really worried and I don't know what to do. Standing for the truth of God is the most important first step in being able to do the right thing no matter what. Truth is like a belt that holds all of our armor together. That's like a metaphor. On the second night, we learned about how David stood up to a giant and God brought justice. I know what that's like. As you can tell, I'm not a very big dragon. Sometimes bigger dragons would pick on me. We know our kids sometimes face bullies who want to get their way no matter what. It's not fair, but it happens. Justice is a special way of saying fairness. It means that everyone gets what they really need. We can trust that God will do justice for us and for others who face bullies. When I face a bully, it's good to have someone stand with me to help me count on God's justice. Otherwise, I'd be stuck with just ice. Get it? Just ice. <laughs> oh, yes, I think we got it. Just ice. That's funny because it sounds like justice. And there's a lot of ice here. Yes, thank you, Sparky. Moving on. Justice and truth go together like a breastplate and a belt. You can't have one without the other. On the third night, we learned that strength isn't all about being big and bold. Sometimes God's strength is about being soft and gentle. We learned the story of Jesus being born and laid in a manger, which is still pretty strange if you ask me. I told you it was strange, but Mary trusted God's peace, even though she didn't know how the whole story would happen. Kids face the unknown every day. Life is full of new experiences that can be confusing and are de definitely uncertain. Peace is like a good pair of shoes that help us do whatever we're doing, in whatever place we're doing it, with comfort and trust in God. On the fourth night, we read the story of Jesus walking on water and his disciple Peter doing the same thing. And I wasn't around to turn the water into ice and snow first. I hope they took off their shoes of peace so they wouldn't get wet. Actually, this was a story about the shield of faith. Faith protects our feelings from worry or doubt so our hearts can focus on God. Our kids need the shield of faith when they run into the challenges and even chaos life can bring. Life can seem chaotic when people get sick, or parents divorce, or families move, or when loved ones die. Faith helps us step into confusing situations with trust that God is walking right alongside us. 
On the fifth night, we learned how God saved Paul and Silas from jail and then saved the jailer by helping him believe in Jesus. This story was an emotional roller coaster. It was so happy at the end, but first it made me sad and angry. Paul and Silas were in jail for no good reason, and I get just as angry when I think about the unfair situations our kids face. Sometimes people don't follow the rules, and sometimes the rules themselves are unfair. Salvation means both safety and healing. It means that God is making bad situations right again. The helmet of salvation means that we're free to do what's right and loving, no matter what other people are doing. I'm really glad that the great armor is a metaphor and not heavy armor made of metal. That would be heavy to carry around, even for a big, strong dragon like me. The great news is that we can wear this invisible armor all the time. We can tell the truth, work for justice, live in peace, trust in faith, and know Jesus' salvation everywhere and always. And we can always read everything about Jesus does in the King's book. One of the people who went to jail, his name was Paul, Paul wrote the book of Ephesians, where this armor metaphor comes from. He talks about the gospel, which is a fancy word for good news. And he says the good news is a mystery, and the mystery is that Jesus is the king of all kings. Jesus is the one who gives us the great armor. That's right, Sparky. And now, a moment for mission. Every year at Vacation Bible School, we support a mission partner. And so we collect offerings during the nights of Vacation Bible School. Uh, that mission partner also receives all the loose change in the offering plates. Those offering plates will be coming through the congregation just now. So if you didn't have a chance to uh, put your offering uh, in on the way uh, into the sanctuary, you can do that. Our mission partner for Vacation Bible School is Mary's Helping Hands, and I will welcome Robin Fulton to come and speak to us about Mary's Helping Hands. So far, during the week of Vacation Bible School, we have raised $620.20 for Mary's Helping Hands. I will invite Robin to tell us more. You bet. You're welcome. Good morning and happy Father's Day. Um, I want to thank you so much for choosing Mayor's Helping Hands as a recipient of your BBS mission this year and for inviting me to speak today. I'm Robin Fulton. I'm a Sacred Heart parishioner, a volunteer and board member at Mary's Helping Hands. This ministry was started in 2021 by a pair of mothers with a mission to provide hope, love, and support for expectant mothers who may need a helping hand with basic needs for their child's first year of life. There are so many families in our community who are struggling to acquire the basic necessities for their children. A new baby puts an added strain on already limited resources, and many babies lack appropriate items of clothing and blankets to stay warm and thrive during this crucial first year of life. During these uncertain times, many vulnerable pregnant women have needed the free and faith-based support that we offer. 
We believe that these families can be helped through community support and should be supported in a respectful way that makes a tangible difference. We've done this through clothing drives like yours and individual clothing donations. A majority of our clients come to us from our partners, including Intervisions, Agape Pregnancy Center, Alpha Women's Center, Every Step Maternal Home Health, Iowa Total Care, Polk County Early Childhood, United Way, Ruth Harbor Ministries, and many more. We're not creating duplication, we're creating synergy with these organizations and filling a void within our community to fully support families at this stage of life. Um, and as a minimum, I'm gonna show you what the moms, this is a minimum of what they get when they come to us. I'll use my teacher voice, whoops, good things falling out. We give them over 100 pieces of clothing um, and necessities. Um, we got 700 of these from Wells Fargo. <laughs> we got lots of horses. But it just gives you an idea what we do. This is the minimum, what we do for our moms. Um, every or, every uh, request that we get from the different agencies is very clear on what the, the moms need. Um, we became a nonprofit last fall, and so now we can use those United Way funds to purchase pack and plays, kind of the foldable crib, which probably will be the crib for that child. Um, so we go, yeah, 100 pieces of clothing, newborn to 24 months. In May alone, we serve 230 mothers and their babies by providing over 9,000 items, ranging from maternity clothes, and we're one of the few agencies that has maternity clothes, to baby clothes, books, blankets, diapers, bath time necessity, nursing supplies, books, and toys. Um, at this point, we started over a year ago, about 18 months ago, we were close to serving 1,000 moms and their babies because of the generosity of communities like yours. Uh, some of our volunteers also, so receiving blankets, pack and play sheet, sheets, um, burp cloths, towels, washcloths, and lovies. If there's any sew sewers out there, want to get involved, I can get you more information. I'm also in a group in Ankeny, and we knit and crochet and sew um, blankets and, and sweaters and hats for these little ones. Um, I would like to share with you just quickly a couple of the families that we have served. Early in our ministry, we received a referral from a partner agency about a mother with urgent needs. She just had her sixth child by C-section. Her husband left the country with four of their children and all her legal papers. So she could not apply for assistance through other agencies. So we filled in and asked for help from another charity to help with food donations. And we helped take care of that family. This is another one was a referral from a nurse from a partner organization this past December, and I think really timely since his Father's Day. I had a very special request for a family I have a baby boy that will be discharged from the NICU by Christmas. His mother passed away from cancer shortly after delivery, and the dad is on his own right now. They are in need of basic necessities. My heart goes out to this family. Dad just lost a job because he was miss missing too much work, being with his wife on those final days and with his sick child. The dad was so grateful for our support and encouragement, and I'm sure is joyfully celebrating Father's Day today. We had another family who came to us after the birth of their child. They were immigrants who didn't speak English and were quiet as we gathered their items. Once they saw the pictures of Jesus' mother Mary in our reception area, they smiled and said, Mary, Mary. That connection was another reminder of our mission. Um, and I recently had an experience that a friend calls a God incident, not a coincidence. I live here in West Des Moines. I was running errands last month on University Avenue and noticed a new discount, discount store. So I went in to ask about the sliding scale of prices on the signs in their window so I could report back to the inventory team. 
I went in and told the employers who I was, and I was with Mary's Helping Hands. And as I started to explain who we were, a young woman who worked there walked right up to me, shook my hand, introduced herself, and said, thank you, I'm one of your moms. Right? We chatted for a bit, and another young woman who worked there came up, introduced herself, shared about her children, and asked if I had any flyers that she could take to an AA meeting that weekend. What a beautiful full circle moment. I love how Jesus works through us. I ask for your, your prayers for all of our families. Here is a baby blessing that I like. Lord, look down from heaven above and touch this special child with your love. Protect and guide this little one until each and every day is done. Remind us often that it's true. This little guy, life is a gift from you. A miracle you sent along our way. Lord, bless this little child. I thank you again for letting me be here. I'm a retired teacher, too, so I was loving all this stuff with your children. <laughs> it's just wonderful. So thank you again, and God bless you. Thank you for listening. Learn more about our mission at wdmcovenant.org.